You're tuned into news across the galaxy where they talk all things LA Galaxy with the Nag Boys. Let's start nagging. Thank right. you for tuning in to News Across the Galaxy. We'll catch you next week till then. All right. Keep on nagging. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, guys? Full house. Full house. Happy Not the show. S- happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Um, so if you see me distracted, turning a little bit, it's because I'm waiting for my boy. Yes, I said my boy. I don't know him. But he's my boy, Brendan Frazier. Oh, you mean that guy right there on the TV screen? He was one? He won. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to Brendan Fraser. Just speech, speech, for, speech, speech, speech. Well, 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 Do the speech well, for him. Well, well. All right, Eddie. Speech uh, for Brendan Fraser. I was once in Sino, man. Wait, was no, just, Sino? Just man? try to li- read his lips. Yes. And then I Georgia did, the Jungle. Georgia the Jungle. <laughs> then I fought some the mummies. Mummy almost ruined my career. <laughs> fought uh, mummies. <laughs> and then I met the Scorpion King, and I was like, oh, shit. How am I supposed to compete with the most electrifying man in sports entertainment? <laughs> and then I knew it was a well of a job. So I waited for the right time, and here I am. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he, he was a rocket man or bicentennial man or no? What the fuck was it? He was a rocket boy? You know something? what he is? He's Academy Award winning actor, Brendan Fraser. That's what he is <laughs> That's now. That's what he is. <laughs> Welcome to News Across the Galaxy, where we talk all things LA Galaxy. My name is Eddie. Uh, As always, I have Brian in front of me. I don't know if my mic sounds okay. Please let me know. You sound incredible, sir. I do? Yeah. All right. Perfect. You're incredible. Bedazzled. There we go. Oh, bedazzled. (laughs) Yeah. Another good one. Hello. (laughs) So now now when I introduce you, you have to name your favorite Brendan Fraser movie. My favorite? I think George of the Jungle. All right. That one's pretty cool. Hammer. Nah? Oh, to me? Nah. All right, wait, no, to not me. Your, hold on. To me. A, as to I introduced me. you. And the ones and twos, we got Chewy. What up, Chewy? What up, what up? So what is it? Airheads. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, we got way over there in Nicaragua, Nicaragua still doing his missionary work. Edgar, what up? <laughs> Bro, look my back. I'm actually in the Citadel right now. If you know, you know. Citadel. But here I am in outer space. I'm glad you were able to build them a Citadel in Nicaragua. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Favorite Brandon Fraser movie? All that crypto. Uh, hmm. Uh, I don't know. I really like the mummy. Damn, bro. I wish I could hear that. I'm about to cry. Look at his eyes. <laughs> the cocaine is too much. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going on, bro. Look at, look at the shot. Oh, yeah. That's what I was telling you. And making his return after only two weeks? Yeah. What a surprise. What up, Willis? What's cracking? <laughs> <laughs> Not much, bro. Just right here celebrating for our boy. <laughs> for our boy, Brandon Fraser. What's up with you, Willis? I know you're yes, not the biggest movie buff. You, you got one, though? You got a Brandon Fraser but movie? I am a movie buff. Bedazzled. Bedazzled is the number one, bro. Has yeah. got to be bedazzled. There yeah. we go. Well, I mean, the actress doesn't make a bad movie either. 
Well, that's the reason why I watched it. Yep. So because <laughs> of the devil. Wasn't it Heather Locklear? No, Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. Yes. And he was in eight. Sheesh. <laughs> Man. Oh, that okay, now, my, oh. Yeah. My Camujer. Camujer. <laughs> Fish and chips. Fish and chips and blokes. And, and blokes. And queens. And blokes. And whatever <laughs> else they got. Fucking blokes. <laughs> Bottle of water. Yeah. Flip fun fact. I was telling Bryant earlier. Yeah. If you guys ever seen The Whale, by the way. This is also I was like so excited from. I love I've seen A Whale. Yeah, yeah me seen, too. I've seen a couple. But anyways, <laughs> the, mo- the movie The Whale, uh, I I watched it and that's why I was like all excited. I was like, oh shit, this was going to win. I love movies, by the way, if you guys didn't know this. Hell yeah. And movies. And when, once I saw it, I'm like, dude, there's no way this doesn't win. So I was watching the Oscars today. Have you seen it? This is a crazy fun fact. So he's like, he, he's like a huge obese guy, right? Just, yeah. I don't want to spoil the movie, but like he's in what you think is makeup and costume. Mm-hmm. So these guys won the best... Uh, Award for best makeup in the Oscars earlier today, and then they went up to tell their speech. And it's not even makeup, dude. They're using a new like CGI technology. Oh, yeah, they're like telling me that earlier. Makeup. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Watch it, good. trust or, me. Watch it, and then or, just just think or, about it. It's or, CGI. Or, or they, it's just it? really him. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, he doesn't look back right now. He almost looks like George of the Jungle again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything, everywhere, all at once is about to win best best picture. Well, it won something earlier. Still anyway, there's won a lot of things. All right, we avoided it enough. Here we go. <sighs> hey, what's up? Oh, oh, we didn't lose. <laughs> we, 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 we can, we can uh, go, go through a couple things. So, okay. uh, still rumored. Now, rumor seems to be on fire or heating up. So, apparently, Ellie Galaxy are about to sign 19 year old Lanus left back Julian. Say his last name, Edgar. Oh, there. Thank you. Okay. Oh, there. So, yeah. Uh, Tom, I think Tom Forget said it's pretty much just waiting for it to be finalized. He didn't travel to his last game. So, looks like we have a left back. Finally. Also, um, the club president from Lanus is in town, apparently, to finalize the deal. Or maybe he came to Costa. <laughs> so right now, I, I'm sure Chris Klein has him on some yacht out in the middle of the ocean with a like a knife to his chest, telling him, "You better sign this guy now." Or I'm like, <laughs> You'll be sleeping with the fishes, dude. You're giving Klein way too much. Way too much. <laughs> I'm, I'm making him out to be like a Bond villain over Seriously. here. He I wish he, I wish he would do that much. <laughs> he is a Bond villain. He's um, a gaxi villain. Speaking of Bond villain types, uh, I mean, yeah, Twitter is so toxic, but. I don't know if you guys saw, like, the, a lot of people uh, with the Julian Alde thing, a lot of people have been uh, jumping on that guy, uh, the spray beard guy. <laughs> I don't want to say his name. But oh, yeah. a lot of people have been jumping on him because <laughs> they're like, that. man, you, 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 like, create your own, like, rumors, and then you use a burner account to spread them. <laughs> and, like, he was... Ooh, like Kevin Durant, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and with the Julian Alde thing, he says something, like, and it and then like people were angry at him, and he got in. He got into it with Tom Booger, and it was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Twitter is a very unique place. <laughs> I like it though because there's a lot of shit to talking. To say in. the least. Yeah. yeah, it's a very inter- interesting uh, place to waste your time. <laughs> I don't but find, I do it anyway. <laughs> I don't find myself on there as much, which was part of the reason why I got off and it worked. <laughs> 
Nah. So <laughs> maybe I should not listen to you guys. Yeah. You should. Good for you. Good for you, Eddie. Good and, for you. And as I say that, I just retweeted something. <laughs> oh, Eddie, there's something I wanted to mention about Aule, by the way. Yeah. It's, um, if you mind, we, we, can, we, can, we can discuss this topic because it's something that a lot of people have been bringing up. Uh, especially after this last game, people were saying, wow, you know, uh, we absolutely need Aude and Caligari to get here as soon as possible because uh, our wingbacks are just awful. Yeah. So the question uh, that I had was, uh, are we absolutely sure that these guys are going to be a, a solid solution? Because you remember how excited we were when we heard that a Kevin Cabral was coming over as a designated player. He's young. And we saw the hype video, right? We talked about this. And so we saw this. It was nicely wrapped up, gift wrapped. We're all excited. And then look at us, you know, three years later. Uh, we're paying for this guy to play for Colorado too. Uh, and then come in for Colorado themselves and just completely vanish on their field. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is, there's no guarantees that these guys are going to come in and do a better job. But the one that thing that I keep hearing from other people is we're talking about the Brazilian league, right? And the Argentinian league. And these guys, they're not burned out. They're young and they're, they're probably very hungry because we've seen a lot of guys from South America come through here and use it as stepping stone to head to Europe. So I was just wondering what you guys uh, thought, what, you know, where's your headspace? Like how confident are you that these guys are going to make a difference? Um, <clears throat> hold on. I'll make hmm. mine short and sweet. I have little to no confidence it's gonna be guys gonna be big game changers. One, they're really young and you know, I feel like you still have to groom a bit a bit. Two, I've lost almost all confidence in this front office, and that's all I'll say. So wait and see for me. I can't I I can't get excited. Hey, so um Yes, Chewie. Um the EMLS St. Louis guy won. Oh, good God. Anyways. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy. I don't know. Willis. We ended up in Um, I actually, what you, you said is probably not a game changer, but anything is better than Edwards at this point, guys. <laughs> I don't leered him. Yeah, but that's like I mean, setting the, the bar really low. Well, that's, well, that's <laughs> the thing, though. That's that's where the bar is now. So that we're we're already here. We're in it. We're in the thick of it. We got Edwards, and he's no good at defense. I've been saying that for a while. Good at offensive, but not defense. So, I mean, any 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 change right now at this point is welcome. So, I, I think you know what, bring it on. They're young, like you said, they're hungry. I think they have something to prove. And usually, South American uh, talents they use the MLS to kickstart their careers, maybe in Europe, and maybe we benefit from it. So, I'm all for it. I agree with that 100. percent Also. My main plus side with all this is that these guys are young. And I'm seeing the trend of what Vanny's trying to do and construct here. You have young players like Ricky Pooj. Uh, you have these two kids that are going to come in to play some defense. You had the the debut of Jalen Neal yesterday. Um, so it's heading in the right. There's some type of direction with these type of signings. So I'm all for it. On top of that. I mean, Edwards, <laughs> what the fuck? And this could be a case where Vanny pushes Edwards up and we could use him as a winger. I know we still need 
wingers, but he could be an option now to push up. So, I mean, we can't get any worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold There's my beer. More. Yeah, uh, one other thing to mention is <clears throat> one of the most important aspects of playing defense, especially at center back, um, I'm not, I mean, I don't want to get away from the wings, but as far as defense, center backs is – being able to develop that camaraderie at the back. Uh, it's not like a, when you're a forward, you know, you got to be able to get in the spaces or being able to make your runs so you could make sure to catch the passes from, you know, the mids or or from a libero or whatever. But when you're on defense, you guys are back there and you have to be able to communicate well. And that doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. So if you're going to have a, a group of young guys in the back and you start working them and melding them from that young age over time or like – I'm not going to say months, but let's get two or three years down the line. Who knows? Galaxy might have one of the most solid, fluid defenses in the league. God said it will probably not be here anymore. Uh, who knows if Sega will be around. But at least we're starting to see a semblance of something that could last for a while with uh, Jalen Neal already take, making a huge step. And then we have these two other guys coming in. Hopefully it all fits together. And we have somebody else coming in as well. And It'll be a renaissance of a nice defense for Galaxy. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Good for us. We need some positive, right? I mean, before we talk about the game, we did something. We did something. Yeah. Yay. By the way, talk about not losing. Yeah. And if my homie, the homie Gio listens to this after, should have listened to me. Movie guy here picked all the winners. Everything, everywhere, all at once, just one best picture. Ah, see, I, I I need something to get excited about. I know. That's well, I mean, Brandon Fraser do, just yeah. won. Yeah, most people don't care. Now, best but. picture for whatever, whatever, and whatever. What's it called? Uh, everywhere, everywhere, everything, all at once. That shit. That sounds like a Beatles song, dude. Oh, dude, check it out. It's a it's a trippy ass movie. Yeah, I, I do. I have to watch it. But- yeah, people have been bugging me like, yeah, I watch this movie, Edgar. It's like, yeah. chill, man. I'm still watching the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. <laughs> From 1980. There's like, yeah. It's like, there's like a certain, that's the real April O'Neil, damn it. <laughs> dude, there's like a certain corniness to the movie that's like dope. Just watch it. Anyone that's seen it in the chat, just make the, you know, give these guys a reason to watch it. Anyways, back to... Uh, coffee. Back to coffee and, and this sad reality that we call the LA Galaxy. Ayo. Damn. Ayo. <laughs> Damn it. That's what it feels like. I mean, we're banking on kids right now. Yeah. You know, I promise you, like, if we were an okay team mm-hmm. with okay defenders, we would not be excited about two teenagers coming to the team. But it's something to be excited about. Yeah, because of the situation we're yeah, in. It's... Well, it's not just that. I think, well, at least for Jaden Neal, he's actually, he looks the part. Yeah, we'll that's get to that. that. I, that's the point. That's we'll get, fine. We'll get, I think that's why we're excited. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. And I already mentioned the other winger coming. So Lucas Caligari, who actually is an official Galaxy player, uh, still waiting for the P1 visa to yeah. get to the U.S. And, you know, that shit takes forever. Mm-hmm. Any joke, sometimes it takes 10, 10 days to to uh, two years or something like that. So, <laughs> two years. So <laughs> we're basically playing the waiting game. Yeah. I mean, how long has it been now? When did he officially sign? Um, Utatu? Well, I seen... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy is just stuck I in saw the this on The Athletic six days ago that it should be ready by this week. Yeah. His P1 visa. But, I mean, like you said, there's no timetable on these these yeah. type of things. And it's a player that we could use in these, this mm-hmm. next home, uh, upcoming home game against Vancouver. 
could use the last. You, you, you know how it is official. Yeah, it has to, but yeah. <laughs> this is how you know it's official. If you go on a FIFA 23 and you update your your rosters, he's there. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? The galaxy. He's you know like what? That's not, that's not true because Costa's still not in there. Well, I guess it is true. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Yeah, Summer Costa's perfect. coming, baby. Hey, if you want Costa, you have to buy a PS. <laughs> oh shit! It's a. <laughs> Some the Brasileiro Brasile- 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 edition. <laughs> the Brasileiro Brasile- edition? I wonder if he's even on that game. Even what? Mm-hmm. PS, Provolution. Um, P-E-S. Yeah. PES. PES. There you go. Provolution. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Isn't it called like eFootball now or something like that? It's eFootball, yeah. No, so, that's going to be FIFA. No, that's... No, that's, that's, what... that's Provolution. Well, what is it FIFA going to be? It's just gonna be um Yeah, yeah, FC, something like that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Crazy. Oh my god, that's crazy. So, shit. I mean, the fuck out of here then. But EA Sports is still gonna rule that. Anyway, we, we keep track what, what, what are you doing? Guys, we're, we're supposed <laughs> to talk about the galaxy as much oh, as we Oh, I thought we were talking to. about WrestleMania. Okay. So no, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't get us started. That won't be yeah. forever. Damn, all Nag, the Nag- Nag after dark. All Nag- the matches <laughs> at WrestleMania? Hell yeah. That's, uh, Dude, the best match is gonna be the Intercontinental. <laughs> no, right, stop, stop, stop. Nag after dark, guys. It was Nag after dark. It was just a joke. <laughs> I'd rather talk about WrestleMania, to be honest. I mean, it's more exciting. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. Oh, I have something to share with you guys. Oh, <laughs> um, is it <laughs> galaxy related? Yes, it is. <laughs> all right, oh, cool. Fuck. Let's go. I mean, it's MLS related, and uh, uh, right. it, it's, it's one of our topics anyway. It's like the. Uh, I don't know how many people um, that are watching us right now have been following that that uh, best MLS kit of 2023 Perfect. kit tournament that I've been setting up. Oh, I did yeah. it. I did it because more than anything, I wanted to get more attention to the articles that I wrote. Mm-hmm. But also, I was really curious to see, you know, what people thought because a lot of people were like, "Ah, oh, damn it, Edgar! You know, why'd you put that one number one, number two, whatever?" And I was like, "Well, you know." I, well, let's see what you have to say. Let's see what, like, you know, the gallery has to say. Let's see what everyone else. And there have been some shockers in there. Uh, but we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Like, it's almost there to the bottom. And just so you guys know, that the Charlotte fans, for, for some reason, they showed up in droves and they knocked out Nashville. But now they're up against Houston and they're losing, which is, like, really shocking. That, that is weird. <laughs> <laughs> They they're losing to basically an orange tree. <laughs> oh, it's a nice shirt, man. But still, I was not. like, well, what? You know, you know what? But, you know all, all with all of this means, right? Mm. What's that? That you have more followers from Houston than you. Than <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> so we hey, we got somewhere to stay, bro. So whenever we travel there, you gotta put it. You gotta put it on on Twitter. Like, hey, uh, I saw your votes. Yep. <laughs> hey, I saw your modes. Let me in. <laughs> yeah, no, the Charlotte people, man, when they went up against Nashville, they had 275 votes. I was like, damn, man. It's a lot of people. Right now, there's only 46. <laughs> uh, the, it's Eastern time, that's why. Maybe tomorrow. But anyway, uh, uh, there's some really nice shirts in there. Uh, if you guys are out there uh, watching, listening, if you're listening now, get... Uh, do me a, a favor, go to my Twitter, I have a Twitter page, check it out, uh, and go in there and vote. Just because I'm just curious to see what everyone else thinks. I want everyone to have a say so that in the end, even if it's a popularity vote, I, I just want to say, like, damn it, all these people voted for this shirt because they liked it. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And just so you guys know, um, tomorrow, Galaxy Jersey, the LA kit, will be up against Minnesota's Northern Lights. There you go. So show up and vote, damn it. 
Yeah. And you can find Edgar on Twitter as Edgar Nags. Yep. <laughs> Not to be confused. Not to be confused. <laughs> With Eddie Nags. <laughs> and you can yeah, also find the uh, articles on nagtv.com. That's nagtv. Dot com. Dude, Edgar, you should change your Twitter handle to not to be confused. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with Willis. <laughs> anyway. Never. Let's go. Oh, no. What did you do? I just saw the next category. Well, <laughs> so we got to talk about topic. the game. Damn it. Yeah, fuck, it's the game. Oh, fuck, we're trying to delay that. <laughs> All right. Did you guys hear that Brendan Fraser? No, I'm scared. Do we? Do it. Here we go. Just do it. Actually, I should I should be more excited about it because my prediction was totally wrong in a good way. Yeah, so was mine. Oh, but it's still not that excited it's, about it. Oof! It was a very look, harsh. Look game. at the title of the episode. <laughs> that tells you everything. Runaway. What is it? Runaway with a point. Runaway point. Runaway point. Whatever. That's exactly what it was though. And <sighs> I'll take it. So make it. Take yesterday, it. your LA Galaxy took on Sporting Kansas City at Children Mercy Park. At 5.30 p.m. And we were not very optimistic. I think Edgar was the only one that was optimistic that gave a prediction here. And I want to see how optimistic you guys were after the lineup came out. One surprise and, well, two surprises for me. And I'll mention which ones. Uh, so Jonathan Bond started in goal. Right back you had Leardown. And center back pairing of Jaden Neal. Which yes. was a bit of a surprise there. Yes. Uh, Martin Cáceres uh, in the center, other center back position, and Raheem Edwards at left back. In the middle, you had a repeated midfield. You had Memo Rodriguez out left, and to me, the surprise with the performance, in my opinion, was Efra Alvarez again in the wing, which is a bit alarming, and we'll get that that poor dead horse. Uh, <laughs> Brugman and Delgado sharing the CDM. Uh, Ricky Poo sitting on top. No changes there. And Dejan Jovalage solo on top. So, you guys saw this lineup. How were we feeling once you guys saw this? Whoever wants to take the floor, go for it. Back-to-back goes. I also had that in my mind. There is no way this team with practically the same lineup is going to do any better than last week. The only thing that was that I was... Um, happy about was the Jalen Neal start. Something that actually I posted on the on the NAG Twitter. PSA, start Jalen Neal this weekend. Uh, and he did. That was my only positive. Everything else was like, nope, we're going to get wrecked. This team does not, didn't show us anything last week. Anything positive for us to look forward to this week. <clears throat> and surprise, surprise, <laughs> they did not disappoint. <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. He gave me um, 10 uh, fantasy points. Jalen Neal. Ah, perfect. I had him starting. So Nice. What about you guys? Willis or Edgar? Yeah. Um, like, like Brian said, I mean, same lineup. It's it's kind of hard to expect something different from the same lineup. But uh, Jalen Neal, though. Jalen Neal, I think... Honestly, that was <laughs> that was that was that was surprising to me. That was surprising that they did it this early. That, that he did it this early. Um, I did like that he paired him with Casares, just because you got that veteran teaching him the ropes, basically. And I think that's gonna be the theme of the year this year. It's gonna be the youngsters getting the time in with the veterans and 
unfortunately, that's also going to include number seven. Oh, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but that's that's just what's, By the way, what's going to happen. I, I, com- I completely forgot about that. Mm. I'm upset, and I will be upset for a very long time until <laughs> things change because they gave it to him and because... Again, to me, it's more than a number with this team. I'm going to call him number seven because that's what this team is making him to be and feeding us. So, number seven. Number seven. So, he's not Ephraim. He's number seven. They're, number seven. they're feeding us number seven and him the number one. From <laughs> McDonald's. <grilled> <laughs> From McDonald's. <laughs> All right. Edgar? Well, uh, obviously, the biggest surprise of all was seeing Jalen Neal there. And I mean surprised like in a, in a really good, happy way because we've been watching his development uh, over the last year and a half, two years, uh, especially if you've been following him with Los Dos. And I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with his mom. She's very uh, visible on Twitter. And she was posting how excited and over the moon she was when she found out that he was getting the start. Uh, I, I heard that. Uh, when Vanny told Jalen Neal he was starting, he actually called his mom and told her and she was like a target. And then she just completely started crying and just ran home to watch the game. So that's a beautiful, you know, beautiful family moment. Uh, the other thing uh, that I saw was obviously uh, Mavinga was in the lineup. But let's be honest, he did awful. He did completely, he did horrible last week. And to have Jill and Neil start in front of him, it's something that we were, a lot of us were asking for, hoping for, and we got it. And to see him come in there and be part of that lineup was exciting, a little scary too, because you don't know how he's going to do. Because, you know, we're talking about watching the lineup before we actually saw the game. So, yeah, and I was very optimistic with Deion Yovlich. I was hoping that uh, playing against Kansas City, which is a worse, I mean, they're worse than Dallas. I'm sorry that, that they are. Uh, I was hoping that he would be able to find the net. And so I was really excited and hopeful that him and Ricky Pooch could start uh, linking up, maybe get some other passes from Brugman, who we've seen uh, get involved in the offense. But boy, oh boy, <laughs> was I disappointed. Um, yeah, so, I mean, my opinion, one, number seven, right? That's, that was the biggest red flag there. I was like, great. Here you go again. Please, Vanny, tell mm-hmm. me why. <laughs> tell me why. <laughs> and uh, I was excited for Jalen, and Brian can tell you this. My only concern was, uh, and I think, you know, we're all high on Jalen here. Yeah. My only concern here was... Um, not necessarily the team because, you know, Kansas isn't great. But I have respect for Peter Vermees, even mm-hmm. though he hates the Galaxy. Uh, so I was a little nervous that as good as a coach that Peter Vermees was, that he was going to go. And exploit at, that. Yeah, yeah. exploit, uh, you know, an uh, inexperienced defender. But we'll get into it, you know, and I was wrong twice in this game. Yeah. <laughs> Happily uh, wrong. So, yeah, yeah I mean, we can start what getting... Did they, wh- what did they um, say on the broadcast that uh, Vanny has never beaten Vermees? He hasn't. Yeah. I think it's like... Not with Toronto? Not just, yeah. Yeah. To date, he hasn't beaten Vermees. Yeah, there is... are certain managers in the league that just have his number. Like, uh, um, oh my God, the Seattle manager, what's his name? Um, 
Oh man, now you made me blank out for some reason. Yeah, me too. I blanked out. I had his name and I forgot. Smelter. Smelter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, he has a lot of issues with him too. Hey, you know what I heard though? Hertz hmm. Metro's doing better than Bob. <laughs> Damn it. By the way, two... go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say something, but I forgot. Go ahead. Damn it. Well, me too. Well. What, what's wrong with everybody? Just True Galaxy 4, baby. Let's go. We yeah, just don't want to talk about the game. <laughs> we don't. So there was a first half. The commercial underground says Schmetzer, Vermees, and Frazier. True. When does he beat Brandon Frazier? Yes, yeah, <laughs> Brandon Frazier. Greatest coach, greatest actor. <laughs> this whole time, this entire time, we didn't know it. He's actually playing the part of Robin Frazier. <laughs> kind of like in Tropic Thunder, baby. <laughs> and he had his own show. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and he was Beast. Damn. 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 <laughs> That's the Brandon Fraser of uh, what is it? The iceberg right there. God damn, what a common name. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty Fraser, good. Fraser on Fraser Crime. Let's go. I didn't even think about it. I'm gonna ask our friend, our good friend David, to do like a painting with all the different phrases. Like an awkward ass. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. (laughs) That would be pretty cool. Okay, so we can start talking about the game now. Uh, I was actually watching it next to Bryant and at the Nag Pub. At the Nag Pub, and I pointed out right away. It was like, dude, same start as last week. Well, first, I do want to point out the Jalen thing because it it gets. It gets way better, right? Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Shaky his, first moment. His first touch. Yeah, his first, oh, yeah. His first touch Oof. was like, you know, made me nervous. I was like, fuck, you know, but. Here it goes. That was it, though. Yeah. After, after that, that. Yep. You know, beautiful. Um, but what wasn't beautiful and it didn't really get better was that middle from the beginning, right? Uh, Brugman and Ricky Mm-mm. turning over, running into people. Yeah. Uh, again, number seven, beating a dead horse. It's going to be the same. Hit. And he. And I'm I'm with not giving the jewel word to him because that's, that's his game. That's his game now. Okay, just he holds on to that title. Um, game is off award forever. Yeah, <laughs> until you bad, change the number. Yeah, um, yeah it, it was it was all bad. The only one that to me two actually you know you know what it's actually only Ricky Ricky Brugman and number and number seven. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Memo didn't have a stellar game or a stellar start, but he was way better than last than week. Last oh week. yeah. Uh, and then what I kept pointing out, which I was getting frustrated in the TV, if you guys remember, if you got or if you guys look back, uh, Delgado was left in no man's land a lot of times. He turned over. He he had a, he was forced to turn over. Yeah, the ball. Right. There's a lot of plays where I'm sure people like were upset at Delgado because he threw it mm-hmm. away. But there was points where he would get the ball and then he'd pick up his head. He had time and he looked around. There was nobody. Wasn't he? He was playing. Behind Efron, no, or close. No, well, the way they have um, him lined he, up, he was a, he was on his side. Yeah. Um, but it it was well in those positions. It's oh, no, it's yeah, Ricky, yeah. it's Brugman, it's Leerdam, and it's Efron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody has to give him an outlet, an option, and it wasn't happening from from the jump, from the beginning. During the game, you saw Delgado, uh, visually frustrated and making signs to the players like check in, mm-hmm. and that was one of the, that's one of the things I've never seen him do. And it's it, like you said, it was clear cut. Oh, yeah. Nobody and checked then, into him. I've never seen like it was early on too when he, mm-hmm. when I pointed it out. He threw his hands up yeah. like in frustration. I don't think I've ever seen Delgado do that. Yeah, me neither. And it, that's kind of telling you what this team is now. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no connection there. I mean, we can we can sit here and blame Lyrnam and 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 number seven because that's who are well. 
Although, uh, I'll, I'll go on record and say I don't have much to complain about Dirnam. I just think he's a stay-at-home defender. Maybe mm-hmm. people are just so used to Julian. But in the first two games, I don't really have too many complaints. But anyways, but people want to point the fingers at them. But Ricky and Brugman have as much to blame in, the, in this situation. Another very off game for what I consider to be the best center mid trio should in be. the league. Or should be. Uh, definitely have the skill set for it. And... Watching the game uh, while I was here with Eddie, and the whole time we're watching these guys, Ricky had to check down a lot. He wasn't taking up space in the opposition's third where he could receive the ball, turn around, and give it to Dejan. He had to come down a lot. Brugman, for some reason, his passes weren't as crisp as we are used to seeing. And then the, the Gallo thing. Well, nobody checks into him and stuff like that. Another thing would be that... The wings aren't really wingers. Yeah, they're they're not really helping. Memo, as much as you want to put him out on the wing, he tends to drift to the middle more than he does to play out wide. Uh, maybe because he's naturally a center mid and he's more used to playing in that area. But maybe that didn't help either. Um, not sure what the game plan was going into uh, Kansas City to try and get a yeah, you know. No, it, 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 nothing. I, I can no, tell was... you a little bit from my observation. On, on the first half? I mean, you, yeah, I, please enlighten me. <laughs> well, one of the things that we saw Dallas do really good was that Galaxy, obviously Galaxy is really lacking on the wings, whether it's up top or in the back. And so uh, Dallas knew that. And so one of the things that they did that really neutralized the Galaxy attack was they forced LA Galaxy to try and move up the middle and um, it muddled things up for them. And so when Galaxy tried to attack with the, the wings, they went up. Uh, Dallas countered and caught them upfield. And that's what led to those goals, right? They caught them with, you know, on, on the break, with their pants down. There was nothing they could do. And so Kansas City, they're not as talented as uh, Dallas. And we saw that because they, they were having a really hard time trying to find the net. Bondi made some good saves as well in the second half, but still Kansas City, they weren't as threatening without Johnny Russell. And that was one thing that I tweeted out before the game started. I went on and looked at their their injury report, and Johnny Russell was out, uh, which I, I had mentioned last week. Uh, apparently, his, he has hamstring issues, just like Chicha. So he's going to be out for a while, apparently. So that's one thing that was working in our favor, but damn – Kansas City, they made things so difficult for that Galaxy mid uh, because they knew that they didn't have to worry about the wings. And it may, and one of the things that I noticed about them is they did another thing that Dallas did, which is they, they worked really hard on the high press to make sure Galaxy had a really hard time getting the ball out of, the, out, of their, out of their defensive third. And we saw that a lot in the first half, especially in those first few minutes, those first nervy minutes, when it looked like Kansas City was going to score any second. And Galaxy, we, we've, we've known them. They're a team that they're not very good when they have possession of the ball. And they had a lot of possession in this game. If you look at the statistics, um, looking at it right now, they had the ball for 53% of the time. But for what? Eight shots? Meanwhile, Kansas City, uh, whether it was just some stupid shots or just firing, but you know what? Eventually, you're going to find a net, right? They had 30 shots. Yeah. Um, and 
they were creating a lot more in the galaxy galaxy i think was just trying to you know find that you know if you follow baseball you know just trying to hit home runs instead of trying to get hits and you push some runs like that they were trying to go for the big ones and it wasn't going to happen especially tonight uh Dejan Jovalich, you know how many touches he had in the box none none yep how many touches did he have in total let's see probably like two no, they completely well, erased them. Now that's that's well, a that's different thing. thing. It could be right? that either they stepped. That's ahead. not on him. That's not on him, though. That's not on him. Total touches. I don't think that's on him. him. Total touches has to. No, be on him. that's yeah, not no, on him no, because no, 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 no. The no, wingers. Wanna... Yo, it, if you're gonna blame somebody, you gotta blame the wingers. You gotta blame the midfield. No, how we'll, horrible we'll, they were playing. We'll get, we'll get, we'll all get, those turnovers. We'll get to that. No. Actually, yeah. I actually have my take on on Dejon and his touches and all that, but. Hey, honestly, Edgar, I still didn't hear a game plan. You're gonna hit us with the game plan, and you. Oh, no, you the, last week. The galaxy confusion. Game plan. Confusion. Yeah, and this, and, and this, <laughs> and this, and this game, I, I still, There was no game plan. It was just like, hey guys, see, uh, yeah, you, I, just, we, you just you tricked us right now. Just the way Van no, but, tricked us. No, the one thing is like, hey guys, I know this is meant for Chicha, and you t- you remember you mentioned this to me, Eddie, earlier. Yeah, this is meant for Chicha, but hey, Dayan, do the best you can, and you know maybe we'll find you in the box. <laughs> But uh, it's interesting what you said, right? And again, I give credit to Peter Ramiz for being a good coach, but uh, I didn't play close enough attention, but I wonder if there's truth to that where uh, Peter Ramiz is like, just don't worry about the wingers, right? Because, <laughs> dude, we're dead laughing. Yeah, I swear I wasn't going to talk about him this much this time. But number seven, <laughs> when you get it, because Brian over here, you know, Mr. Too Optimistic. Well, you're the only one talking put, about him. Put so. his head put his, put his head in his lap, bro, because he was he was like an ostrich. <laughs> he tried to hide his head because <laughs> Ephra had like 30 steps on his, on his defender and the camera like switched to where you could see like <laughs> the defender just coming behind him. <laughs> And he just didn't cover the ball or nothing. And thank you. Yeah, it was embarrassing to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder it's if there's really any is. truth to that. But at the same time, I also think Edgar, the middle just made it difficult on themselves. Yeah, like yeah. I they... The Delgado thing is the best example because it's not that people were guarded. There was nobody there. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's there's nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. And the yeah. thing is, when these type of games, when you have a coach who actually knows how to coach, you zero in on the guys that are important. And that's why Jovic didn't even have a shot, let alone get a get a touch in the box. And when that happens, I mean, how does Vanny not? Well, I mean, they do see it that they need wingers, but get these wingers in here. We need that, that, that's wingers. the thing, though. Um, Eddie mentioned earlier what was the game plan. The game plan was don't lose. I think that was the game plan. <laughs> that was the game plan because obviously we know that this roster is incomplete. We know what's missing. You think he he knows what's missing. He knows the wingers are missing. He knows that that's where our weakest link is on the wings. The thing is, there's there's nothing he can do about it right now. Yeah, you know he you gotta buy some time. You gotta buy some time and what I, not lose. I beg to differ. That there's nothing he can do about it. Well, okay, well, who who are you gonna put there? Hold on, Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Okay, fine, I get that. Yeah, Boyd's not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready yet. Well, actually, no, Edgar made a good point, dude. The way the wingers look, if that's the case, I would t- uh, take out Boyd and take him out early if you have to. You know, I'd rather start him. 
piggybacking no. off what you said. No, no, check it out. Piggybacking off what uh, of what of what uh, Eddie said, and it's something that him and I discussed was like, hey, why not start Boyd? Yeah, he's not going to give you a full ninety, but what was one of the things that number seven was really good at last year was subbing in, right, and giving you like a little bit of offense. You don't ask him to run. Oh, you don't well, ask him to run for yeah, two hours. When you say it like, like that, yeah. <laughs> Edgar, pause for laughter. You didn't ask him for to run. Should we hit it? <laughs> Sorry, guys. My name is Efra Alvarez. Oh, I'm a Mexican. <laughs> you guys, you got any Futurama fans out there? Futurama. No. Go ahead. Now time for dramatic pause. No? Nope. Fucking uh, <laughs> Calculon? Calculon. The whole Good old Calculon. Calculon? Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> the Nematode. Oh, Hypnotode. Hypnotode. Big-ass fans. Hypnotode is funny. Brian couldn't spell slurm. I know. No, it kept auto-doing. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I got start. I heard a noise over here. That's why I stopped. I was like, what the hell was that? I think it's a coyote. Let's see. Do you know Do you know the worm's name? Slurm McKenzie? The original party worm. Yeah. That's right. I'm tired of party. Oh, this is so much more entertaining than talking about the game. I know. All right, guys, yeah, we're going off. <laughs> but it's more fun. Uh, so, anyways, the argument, like what Willis said, like there's nothing you can do. I don't, I don't believe that. Start I, Jonathan Perez. No, I give it. <laughs> no, start seven. Boyd really and then have Effort come in. Yeah. Or number yeah, seven. but Boyd, Boyd is not gonna give you. 60 yeah, that's that's what I said. You know, he's not yeah, gonna give you like a full game. We don't so know you're, that. You're gonna, you're gonna waste. You're gonna waste a half. You're gonna sub them in at halftime. That's the thing. But okay, so you we, might as well, well just have we, Efra we, give them the chance. Shit, we live Make, in a, we live in a time where you could do five subs, and if you do one at, and at halftime, it just well, you're not gonna spend all, all five subs on a wing, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> five wingers. It, it's more than what fucking five, Vanny does. We, we don't even have two wingers. Why don't sub five in? You there? think number seven has a hypno toad, and that's how he gets Vanny to start him? <laughs> so what are we talking about? All oh, the Galaxy games. <laughs> no, no, but no, I, I would do. There's other options. Okay, okay. Let's say Edgar's right and Ephra is like a bench, come off the bench type player. Then it would make sense to start a that has more pace and like this is not even joking, right? Like Ephra has no pace. Nah, we've seen it. Yep. You know he 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 looks tired when he gets on the field when he starts. Um, give somebody like Aguirre that's young still could you know help tire out some of these players and then bring in Efra. you know it's 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 gonna be fucking insane in my opinion if Efra starts number seven starts for the third for a third time in a row in that same position you said his name you can't say it three times in a row you can't say it three times in a row right no but yeah. wouldn't He's it be gonna cra- bust your door down like the Kool-Aid man <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me that it, it isn't crazy, Edgar, because I, I know you're in the same opinion that if, if he starts, in, I I don't want to see him start at all, but I would get it if they move him into the middle somehow, right? But if he starts in the same position a third time, you got to think, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. I, I mean, you, you can only buy, uh, you can only sell so many number seven shirts right now. Yeah. <laughs> if oh, anybody's I a, buying. I had, a, I had a pre-order that shit was sold out. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> The well, what's the solution here? We we already know this. What? Process. Yeah. Well, what I offered a solution, solution for now. Uh, it might be a temporary solution until we see him get uh, 
more match fit. I more say match start, fit. Start, start Tyler Boyd. I just, I, you know what? I disagree. I disagree because I feel that Tyler Boyd has more of a spark coming up on as a bench than Efra would. So that's, that's exactly probably, what Efra does, though. Yeah, but that's probably what Vanny's thinking right now that, you know what? I can have the speed when they're already tired <clears> and I can stretch the field in the later minutes. The thing so, is, having Efra in those early minutes hurts you because you're not. Yeah. You're not giving anything yeah. to the offense. He hasn't showed anything to give in the offense. And to be honest, it doesn't look like it's going to get any better. It doesn't even seem like it's taking his fitness serious. I mean, we had the question or the comment last week of him coming off the bench and his body looking a certain way. Dude, you're a professional soccer player. You would think. I mean, and he, he even said it. The ball. He, he even said it. He <laughs> yeah, he even said that he wants to have his best year. He got a personal trainer. I know it takes weeks and stuff, but. Should have done this shit on the offseason. Yeah, you got you got you got to show up, kid. You got to show up, like oh, ready to work. And I mean, let, let's let's look at it from his point of view, just so that we don't lose uh, touch of how things are. Yeah, uh, many of us, you know, grew up in Latin American homes, and so we, we spend uh, a lot of our lives living with our families and eating that those nice home cooked meals, mm, right? Yes, delicious. Especially when, when you're younger. Moss so spaghetti, man. Moss spaghetti. <laughs> so look, look, I mean, look at Efra. Uh, so he, he's a young guy, still young, you know, grew up in East Los. Um, and so you're playing with the Galaxy, right? You're obviously not going to go out and, you know, get your own home. You know, you have a child at home at, the, at a young age and you're, you're coming home with a nice home cooked meals. And it might not be the, the most healthy things in the world. Uh and all of a sudden, you, you start to realize that uh, it's affecting your health and it's affecting your fitness on the pitch. And this is your bread and butter, right? Playing a professional sport. You're an athlete. And all of a sudden, you have to start looking like and acting like and performing like a professional athlete who's supposed to be at the top of their health level, right? You have to eat healthy and work out healthy and if he doesn't take care of himself, maybe down the line he's gonna have some serious health issues. I'm not saying you know he's gonna end up that way, but you better start taking yourself care of yourself now because it's it's affecting the way you perform. I know that for for a fact. In my personal my my personal preview, when I was in better shape, I could play sports a lot better because I didn't get as tired. And when you get tired, you know your mind gets slower and you start to make mental mistakes. So maybe that's something that's affecting him now. And it, you know, like you said, Brian, it might take weeks. Yeah. I also want to mention again, like I know this might come off as body shaming, which you know we're not. I don't think we're not. We are because he's a pro athlete and he gets paid to be in shape and be in top top performing shape. Yeah. Right. So I, at least wanna, a, I do want to clarify that. Yeah. At least we make jokes, end. but we're not trying to body shame him. This is a guy that makes his living. Yeah. Off using his body to perform at a professional level, right? Yeah, it's same with me. It's not to like shit on the kid, dude. Well, I want him to do well on his team. I want him to be his best version. That way, he can help out the LA Galaxy. That's my only thing. It has nothing to yeah. do with his and personal then, things then, at home or anything like that. And then, we're, dude, we're this poor fucking dead horse. We're beating the dead horse again. Yeah. And it's just this. This shows how big of an issue is, right? That we keep coming back. To this same issue yeah. 20 years old I said this in the, in the chat I don't know if you caught it Last night Where they fucking Kept me up in the chat No <laughs> you, Dude it was like 100 messages huh When you woke up <laughs> Oh shit <laughs> You didn't see it No I didn't see it Alright yeah It was like 100 messages The main thing I brought up Is like He's He come, doesn't come into Into shape now 
He's 20. Mm-hmm. You remember being 20? I you, did three setup, you did three sit-ups and you were ripped. Yeah. Bro, what's Three? Gonna, what the fuck? What happens later when he gets older and, yeah. you know, that metabolism slows down and it's harder to recover. And So, yeah, that's... I mean, he, he, everybody that's has the, different that's the issue. That's the issue. Yeah. That's, that's, why, that's, that's the issue. That's why I lose faith in him. Mm-hmm. That's my point. Right? And I... And he called me the biggest Afro hater, but I'm just... You are? I call him, I call him <laughs> as it is, right? How many other players have I called out from the Galaxy when they've come to Galaxy 2? Exactly Galaxy one. <laughs> no, more than I one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> more than one. But, yeah. I love the sport. I've seen the sport long enough to to know when there's there's an issue, when there's a problem. I mean... Costa, you're next, bro. You're just lucky you're not on the field. We yeah. forget about you. You're lucky you're thin. You're lucky you're thin. You're lucky you're thin. Let's get back to the game. This this poor dead horse is just... Yeah. Yeah, let, let, let's, let's go. Second half. Powder, second right half. Now, dude. Second half. And let's talk some positives, actually. Um, stellar yes. goalkeeping. Hey, we this almost game. scored. <laughs> <laughs> and it was from an effort pass. There we go. There you go. I called the effort because it was a good pass. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, memo playing yeah. through, and that was about the clear chance. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> All I the shots. That was came, it. That was it. Yeah, the the most of the shots came from uh, from Ephra <laughs> and besides that, <laughs> in the galaxy uh, came from Ephra and memo. Well, there you go. Positive, guys. That's a positive. I mean, I guess. That whole one? That whole one. <laughs> that really? whole one. Two and two. One whole trophy? One <laughs> two and two. Uh, but anyway. What an, let's talk about a, the positives, right? It mm-hmm. was an onslaught, bro, from this fucking team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess the positive is that I don't feel like any of these like shots or, or dangerous moments came from... Defenders per se. I think there was one where Leardum kind of lost track of his man, uh, but most of those shots were coming from the outside and yeah. not so dangerous positions. And of course, we can't talk about the defense without mentioning Jalen Neal's performance <laughs> in this game. Stellar performance, dude, for a kid. I know you had your doubts about him. No, uh, it wasn't. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Because cool. of, of the coaching. Because of the coaching. Yeah. I don't, have, don't make yeah. me a bad guy here. No, People, no, no. There's that for supporters that hate me already. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm high on the kid. Right? Let's, let's make yeah. that clear. I thought it would have been after that first mess, like uh, little mess up that he had in the in the first half. After that, dude, this is what we got to see in the U.S. national team. And you know what? He looked comfortable you know in that what? position. Too, that also speaks volumes of him to start and your first touch be that. And then bounce Recover. back. Yep. And, and That's like, very right mature. Yep. That's a mature thing from your young center back, who for me, oh, he's so educated with his feet. Because to have a, be a center back and still have those passes, he had a 97% uh, pass accuracy rate. Damn. That's, a center, that's your center back. Five blocks, three clearances, and five recoveries, I, one interception. I think Vanny has that confidence in him. I mean, I know it's the second half, but when he switched formation... He had him as his last center back. I think that that speaks volumes for him to be the main center back in the back and have Casares and uh, Mavinga on the side. He's basically your last resort, and you're putting in a what 19, 18 year old in there. Yeah, I think that that speaks volumes to the, the type of confidence that he has and the potential that he sees in in Jaden Neal. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Not too many positives in this game, I guess, in the first half or second half. But I think both. <laughs> 
I think the, I think that was one of them. That was one of them. No, that's, the, that's, good the, that's the biggest one. Well, no, I thought the biggest one was Braun, but yeah, no, that's not the story. We already yeah, knew but, that. Uh, Bon has inconsistencies, but we've seen this from Bon before. We're seeing a first from Jalen, right? Yeah. We're getting our full first taste yeah. of Jalen. So to me, this is easily the biggest positive. Another thing that uh, I, got, I noticed from uh, Jalen's game is even off the ball, trying to guard players, mm -hmm. the way that he uses his space to close out, like, I don't, I'm not sure if he's speedy. I don't think he he's, is. He's not. He's not. But he uses but it, his, his it looks like he out, uses yeah. his angles IQ, right. IQ, yeah. Yeah. IQ. I don't, I don't think Gossett is that speed either, but it's just this is IQ. The smart, yeah. And to have him next to a veteran like Gossett, that's... You play better when you have a veteran next to you. I remember playing... Oh, for sure. For ...with sure. veterans when I was younger and, you, you yeah, know... because you want to prove you, yourself. That's yeah, why. Yeah, and they give you that confidence. And then especially yeah. when you have Gossett, you see him in practice day in, day out. Mm -hmm. Damn, Jalen Neal, we got one. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, got one. All, all that he's missing is a little size, and that's it. Yeah. It's gonna be. That, you see, you know, that's gonna be one of the growing pains I think coming into the season is gonna be his body's not, he's not there fully developed yet. So he he's gonna he's gonna yeah, get tore that's, up. That's, that's gonna he's gonna get tore up in one of these games, and yeah, we'll you're gonna see it. Growing pains. Yeah. He's 19. That size is gonna come. Yeah. Uh, Omar Gonzalez too. He was like. I don't know if you guys remember. He wasn't skinny, but he was like flabby, mm -hmm. but like tall, thin, flabby. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's wasn't, he wasn't tall. He looked like a baby giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> and look at him. Look at him towards the end. Yeah. So Jeffrey. what we, so what we, we think um, Jalen Neal is probably going to surpass Cypher. Uh, he already did. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what you got for positives, Edgar, from this game? Or oh, uh, we're talking about the game in general, or just like, first, first half, first, half. first second half, yeah, right the game, just in general, the game. All right, well, I guess just the game then. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but just just to let you know how frustrating this game was, uh, I happened to come across uh, this podcaster who, who who covers uh you know Sporting Kansas City. He's a it's a Kansas City podcaster, and I don't know if you guys saw this video on Twitter. I know it was floating around. But this guy was so frustrated with the performance of Sporting Kansas City against what he felt was a, a very lame LA Galaxy team that was ripe for the picking that this guy was like, look at me, look at me, look how pissed off I am. And he just started dropping F-bombs about Sporting Kansas City. Like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? We should have beat these guys. I'm frustrated. And he was just yelling. And I was thinking to myself, like, wow, this guy this guy really expected Galaxy to lose to to Kansas City, and um, if you see how angry they are, and then us, we're like, yeah, we're happy to get a point despite this barrage from Kansas City. And it just goes to show uh, how much frustration there is on both sides because some people are saying it was a boring match. I, I'm not saying all 0-0 matches are boring because we've seen some amazing matches and scoreless, but this game is one that you're not going to look back later on and remember very well, or remember fondly. Be like, yeah, remember that one game in Kansas City? That was amazing. <laughs> We're gonna remember oh. for one of the biggest positive, which obviously Jalen Neal. And yeah. I was gonna say something uh, after what we saw last week uh, with our center backs, especially with Chris Mavinga. Uh, the fact that Jalen Neal came in and played so well—that is not just exciting, but it's relief. It's something that we we need so much in this team. We've seen them struggle in many different facets, struggle to even put a, uh, 
some kind of team on the field, right? They're still missing pieces. But, and to put one of those pieces that we were asking for in there, a young guy, and he did so well. That's, that's much needed relief. And one of the things that I loved about him was he's very calm. And we mentioned this already, but I'm, I'm going to say it again. He, he positions himself very well so he doesn't have to do too much. And this is something that contributed to that clean sheet for Bond. Because he has Bond had to make some saves. But if the defense wasn't there, uh, making things difficult for Kansas City's forwards. Uh, so, you know, they had to make so many shots and none of them were like really dangerous. It makes Bond's job easier. So, man, uh, I'm so glad that uh, Neil did so well. Happy for him, happy for his mom and happy for us because Hopefully he gets better and better as time passes. And I want to say that Bond did great. uh, But once again, it's not like Kansas City was like really (laughs) threatening that much. I mean, there are some good shots. I mean, Eddie, we always, what what do we always say? Everyone gets one. Everyone gets one, right? This time they got 30. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, they were like, like uh, Edgar said, uh, one, we've seen this from Bond before. Two, they were routine saves. Of saves that you expect a keep a professional keeper to make. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I can't remember in this game. It was spectacular save. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. Mm-hmm. They were all secure. Didn't no nervous moments for me at least when he got those saves. But I can't think of any uh, first spectacular half. spectacular saves. First half, first half he made a good he made a good save where over, he shot from far and uh, over the, the bar. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that but I think it was more theatrics. You think so? I still got a hand on it. Yeah. Let's talk about coaching. Yeah, that was cool. What's up with the coaching this against Kansas City? Because Dejan <laughs> got taken out early. Well, Dude, somewhat let's early. Let's talk about Dejan now. Right? Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's an interesting. That is a very interesting topic. Let actually. me get let me get Edgar mad real quick. Because we had a conversation with the team needs with Dejan. He has he has his Dejan jersey right there, like he's like falling it up in his hand right now, getting ready to retweet his Dejan Day flag. Um, No, but they're okay. I think one, and uh, we're me and Edgar were talking about this, so Edgar got a preview already. One is that I want to put quite a bit of blame on Vanny here, right? I think most of the preseason they had Chicha. And Vanny had no backup plan at all. This doesn't look like a team that's playing for a striker like Dejan, mm-hmm. right? And I think it becomes very obvious. One, he, his runs off the ball in this game. Do you remember uh, when Alex pointed out, too, that him and, and Ricky were were going at each other? Mm-hmm. They were yelling at each other. Um, but I see when they're running these plays, these counters, uh, these quote-unquote counters, mm-hmm. Dejan would make runs where he'd take his own lane away or there were times where he'd sit and want the ball when he should have turned and made these runs, right? Like, this isn't this isn't for him. This mm-hmm. this, this style of play or strategy or whatever. Um, and I think it becomes obvious, and I'm not saying he's the answer, but when Preston Judd comes in, he's a different type of player, right? He's not the answer. Don't get me no. wrong. And I'm not knocking Preston Judd either because he's, he's doing great when he comes in. But I feel like he got as many touches as as Dejan did in the little time that he was there. That uh, or th- uh, as much or more, 
in the time that Dejan was in and those few minutes that he got because his runs were different. His th- his runs were also open up. They got a lot more dangerous when he came in. Right? Yeah. So I mean, as dangerous as this one this this galaxy oh, team oh, yeah. could be. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you found more open space. You found us getting deeper into the final third when Preston Judd came in because he was making those runs. He was peeling off defenders. He was doing the right moves. Right. Opening up not just in the center. He was there was times where. I remember somebody missed him where he was open on the second pole because he opened himself up. So it's it's just like it's, this team is not constructed to play with a Dejan type player, right? So it sucks, but Dejan is not the guy as long as or the starter as long as we're playing this this type of this whatever fucking yeah. strategy is supposed to be. Well, that also. The question is, how do we make Dayan work? We had this conversation here, and I know the <laughs> LA Galaxy is in need of wingers. Yeah. But you suggested maybe we actually need that number ten because Ricky Pooj, as good as he is. Yeah, that's not for, but that's not for the Dayan solution. That's something that this Galaxy team has needed forever, right? But what? Why not? You're gonna need somebody that number ten who could be dangerous from the opposition's yeah. third on their side of the right. of the goal. Ricky Poos gives you balls from deep. Yeah. He doesn't really give you those. He doesn't break. He can't break. The he can't lines. break the lines. Like yeah. once we're in their, their side of the pitch and maybe that number 10 could open up day young yeah. and see those passes better. But, I know we need wingers, but maybe that could be another player that Vanny might consider trying to bring in as well, which is crazy. Cause we've talked about this before. Yeah. You know, Ricky's not a number 10, right? He could benefit from having a number 10. Yep. I don't think it's going to happen in the Vanny era. I don't think we're going to get a number 10, but which is crazy because. Pozuelo. And Jovinko. And Jovinko. The guys that he got. Yep. It's like, why didn't we get one of those guys here? Mm-hmm. Why didn't he ever... It doesn't even feel like we ever looked or linked into a, one of those players. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to go to the Galaxy and change my coaching style. That's kind of interesting. Climb like out, baby. Num- <laughs> like the, the, number, the number 10 whisperer. You know, he, he was bringing in players who are balling out in the number 10, but... Not this year. Hasn't, hasn't, hasn't happened for us in the last three years, so... <laughs> We'll we'll respond to that, by the way. Oh, there he goes. All right. <laughs> he's <laughs> ahead, quiet. The, the car ready is. He mad as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's uh, I, I can tell you what's going on, and uh, let's look at uh, let's look back. <clears throat> excuse me. Let's look at last season and the goals that Deion scored. A lot of those goals were in transition. Uh, it was like uh, late in the late in the games, right? And when it would look either Galaxy was losing or uh, some of his games were out of hand and Galaxy was uh, doing on a counter and he linked up with some of his teammates and he would score some goals. Uh, another thing that Dayan is really good at is he's somebody that creates something out of nothing. And we've seen that some of the best things that he's done is when he gets the ball or he gathers it outside of the box and he figures out how to beat defenders and then beat the goalkeepers, whether it's to the far post or by shooting, uh, you know, getting the ball off to his teammates. We haven't seen him do any of this yet. And why? And it's something that Eddie pointed out, which is throughout the entire preseason, all we saw was this team was being built around a Chicharito-style offense. What did we see in that first game? What kind of a goal was that? It was a Chicha-style goal, right, where he gets into the sixth, and the ball's there, and he, he manages to tap it in. This, this is something that Chicharito, that's, that's what he does. That's, you know, his, 
I said earlier, his bread and butter. Yeah, that's how he makes his living. And that's not how, that's not the day on that we know. Yeah, he can score those goals if you give it to him. But he's more of a guy that likes to gather the ball outside the box and or create something on a transition. And he hasn't had the opportunity to do that because this Galaxy team is, isn't just, isn't built like that or isn't geared for that or they're not in that type of form yet. So that's why he's been struggling, I think. And you're probably right, man. Somebody like Preston Judd, who's willing to be more mobile, maybe he has that freedom because he doesn't come in uh, with the kind of range that maybe a Dejan Jovalic has. So Preston Judd comes in as this young guy, and and Danny's like, go ahead, you know, go loose, kid. You know, <laughs> you have green light to do whatever the fuck you want. And so Preston Judd comes in there, and of course he looks better because he doesn't have to adhere to this style of football. He's not Chicharito. He's not Dejan Jovalich. He's Preston Judd. And we saw he still hasn't put his stamp on the game yet, and we're starting to see that now. We might. Hey, you know what? That's another thing we need to talk about was Preston Judd, the way he's looked these last couple games. Um, could be a good rotation player for us in, in, in this season. So, um, And as far as, jo- as, far as Jovalich, though, as far as Jovalich, like Edgar said, I mean – He's better when he has the ball on his feet, and when he when he sees the when he sees the court in front of him instead of him playing, you know, with his back to the goal. So, yeah, but it's gonna be interesting. You said he's a good rotation player, but it's like when Chicha comes back, when are you gonna see him? Yeah, uh, Open Cup, League Cup. That's true. Shut up, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> does what Chicha, do you know? But does Chicha coming back really help out this team? To yes. produce more on the offensive yeah, side, because yes, Danny obviously has no other plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this begs another question. We just, we just spent forty-five minutes talking about that, how there's no other plan, plan but Chicha Ball. Plan A to Z. Now, this, this begs another question. Where I want to bring up to you guys is, yeah, I remember one of the questions that we had last year was, "Hey, is Chicha coming back uh, another year?" And we found out about that clause, right? Where like, yeah, he scores so many goals. He, you know, he kicks in that extra, the option. And this is at a time when Daniel Olich is scoring goals. And he, he said, I'm the future. So maybe at that point, he thought to himself, oh, Chicha will be gone next year. And they, you know, they could start building this offense around me. And that hasn't happened. And now uh, Chicha's there. And so Deion's kind of like in limbo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Trouble in here? paradise. Trouble in paradise. Fucking Vanny. By the way, by the way, I love Dayon. No, he too. He, he didn't have a good game. He hasn't had a good game. Well, I just told you why. Or the or the last game. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, another thing worth mentioning is just Bondi with his sixty-seven saves in this game. Uh, we, like I said, they were standard saves, right? But still. Shout out to him. He did his job. But yeah, oh yeah. this game ends up stalemate. Yeah. I feel there isn't much else to talk about. We already like bashed everybody, praised Neil and Bondi. Um, is there anything else you guys want to mention before we get to some awards and move on? Well, just the fact that there's a really angry Sporting Kansas City podcaster out there should tell you that <laughs> this is a positive for us. We stole a point. We stole I mean, a point, guys. I mean, we stole a point. Let's be honest, dude. As Galaxy fans, if we walked away with zero goals after 30 shots, we'd be pretty upset. Yeah. So. 
Sure. Actually, you know what? No, I'd be happy any, that we I got think, 30 shots off with this team. Yeah. I, think, I think any team, after getting 30 shots on them and not scored on, would be happy. So I think that's a positive. Okay. Also, another positive, Today, Eddie, is... You will. Whoa. <laughs> another positive we could have is... I mean, sorry, that threw me off. <laughs> um, another big positive is I, I follow the... I follow a lot of podcasts around the league. And one of the ones that I really follow closely is uh, the Charlotte TV, I mean, the COT TV podcast. And these guys came into the season really excited about their team, especially how they, you know, their, their season ended uh, on, a, on a high note. And so there's some parallels there with us, right? Because our season ended on, you know, really well. And then obviously that, that, that tough loss in the playoffs. But overall, everybody's like uh, optimistic. And they're the same way. They're optimistic. And one of the things that I've noticed about Charlotte, because I've been following how they've been doing, they've had a really hard time also with the high press. But uh, unlike Galaxy, they've been getting destroyed week in and week out. So, guys, it could be a lot worse. Uh, You could have, you know, you could be facing against, you know, somebody like Thiago Almada, you know, burying shots down your throat. Uh, We could have lost to St. Louis already. Um, so, hey, we didn't lose that first game, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, uh, to uh, to the Levas, uh, and it, it's really weird. I know that I know it's supposed to be a home game, but it really does feel like Galaxy has been on the road forever, and now they're coming back to the dig. It's like what? <laughs> All right, awesome. guys, let's don't let's, worry. Let's, don't worry. let's get the real season underway now. <laughs> don't worry, Edgar. There's still no time to get that <laughs> feeling to disappoint. <laughs> I mean, that's, ah. one of the, that's one of the things though that. I think, and I hope this team is going to get better because it's the beginning of the season. Um, usually, this is where you work out your kinks, right? And we've seen last year that our team started slow, and at the end of the season, we were the hottest team in the league. You know, we we were on a winning streak, and if it wasn't for that last two minutes of that fucking playoff game, I think we would have won that game. So, um, I'm choosing to believe that there's this positive in this and that <clears throat> things are going to get better. Um, it, unfortunately, right now, <laughs> we're stuck in this uh, postal list and no wingers <laughs> uh, type of team, and we just got to ride through it. That's all. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ready for a bad dad joke? Bad dad joke? Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask you guys a question after that. Don't mess <laughs> Here you go. Here you, go. you guys ready? You guys ready? Come terrible. Here. I just thought of it. It's terrible. I promise it's terrible. We're missing, we're missing a sleeve sponsor. Why not Red Bull? Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Stupid. <laughs> Gives you wings. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you. Here's a question. You laugh now. so you can't uh, Here's anymore. a question, though. Willis hit an interesting point about how this team was better off towards the end of the season. Yeah. When do we start hitting the panic button? I'll go first. Oh, fuck. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had this conversation as well yesterday. Yeah. I say three games after the April 24th uh, closing Ooh, okay. transfer window. Right now, I'm not even mad that they got this point and that they look like shit. But there's players that still need to come in and we need them to integrate. In those three games, you know, after that, we'll start hitting the I'll panic button. I'll go second. Go for it. <laughs> You're giving them way too much time, first off. But that's the time frame that no, we have. No, no, no. So, you, like you said, we ended as one of the 
the hottest teams at the end of the season last year. A lot of it had to do with the three in the middle, which are still there, right? Mm -hmm. So you'd imagine they have they'll get it together again sooner than later because mm -hmm. now they had a, a whole off season. So I think by the time the two wingbacks come in, like two three weeks after that, you should have an idea because by then you'd imagine that someone like Tyler Boyd is informed to start, and if no, the number seven thing is not working out, that the coach would have already figured out. If two three weeks after those guys come in, we're still seeing that number seven there with the same performance playing there, and those two wingbacks aren't it, there's your panic button right there. Yeah. So you're giving them way too much time. April twenty, but April twenty fourth, bro, you should start making plans for. For, for October, because no. <laughs> you I, have no playoff games to go to. I disagree. I disagree, and I'm with Brian because he still has moves to make. There's still moves to be made, so yeah, number seven <laughs> can no longer be number seven. But you have, time. but you'll have an idea. Is my point. Like you'll start to see it, right? Once these guys come in, come in. True, hmm. but I, if you're talking about panic button, we didn't start hitting the panic button last year. So after the halfway mark, so after we were like, we yo, don't have the same at, options as last year. We're at a playoff contention. As long as we're in playoff contention, I think the panic button should not be hit, especially with that Brugman, Pouge, and, and Delgado midfield, which I think could be one of the best in the MLS, to be honest. Not paying like it right now, especially with Brugman going at it with number seven for turnovers of the year. But. <laughs> It, that, I think that that trio is gonna be one of the best midfielder midfields in 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 the MLS, and it's just gonna take time. It's just gonna take time. It's only two games in. Luckily, we didn't play that first game because we would we would have got embarrassed. But this, this this is what this is what happens in the beginning of the year. You know this. You know it takes time. So uh, I'm gonna be patient and I'm not gonna hit that panic button yet. I already hit that button. <laughs> what you got, Edgar? Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of like in the middle, and the reason I say it's just because we still have a little bit more time to see how these guys that are coming into the team are going to gel, uh, and it's not going to be immediate. But obviously, the the one thing that's hanging over the team is the fact that there won't be any kind of relief coming in the summer. There's no nothing coming to the summer transfer window, so you got that sense of urgency to make sure that you get the players that are going to make a really big difference or are going to be some of the pillars that are going to carry this club throughout the season and throughout all the different tournaments and hopefully into the playoffs are already there and are set in, in place. So that way you can start to build something, a semblance of a team that might be a contender for something, right? You want to have those pieces in place now, instead of thinking to yourself, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, uh, we have that summer transfer window and we could move some pieces around and maybe get rid of this DP and bring in some other guy. Or... And then if you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, even if we don't have that international transfer window, we can still make some trades. Do you really think some of the other teams in this league are going to do the galaxy a solid and send us like some of their more established players over for somebody like a number seven? Colorado did. So. Colorado did. I mean, but that's because those guys are friends. <laughs> Shout out to the Frasers. Think, yeah. Shout out to the Frasers. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you, uh, if you want to go on that tangent, just real quick, I'm going to say, I follow this Colorado podcaster, and they're very, they're coming very disillusioned very quickly of a certain 
Mr. Kevin Cabral. <laughs> nice. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Yo, hey, just I I don't know. I thought it was funny, but he started this last week. <laughs> he did, and then he vanished. <laughs> I know that was fun. I, oh, well, I don't know. It's funny, yeah. I guess because we know the insider, but <laughs> good old Cabral. But yeah, but going back to what I said, it's just that sense of urgency that you better make sure you get the guys that you're going to need now yeah. because you're not going to have that sense of relief in the summer and nobody's going to do you any favors. So you better build what you can now. It's got to be all And that, I think that's why that's why I kind of understand where Eddie's coming from. But yeah. at the same time, I don't think the, the guys that are coming in now, they're not going to make a, an immediate impact right away unless they're really that good, but right? But I'm not seeing immediate impact. I mean, I don't know if you guys are like not really trying see what I'm trying to say is like I want to see these guys come in and most of us here have a good idea of how this this sport goes right how it works and you've seen enough players come through to where you see these guys and you're like okay we're gonna be okay these guys you know that's why I say two three weeks to after these guys come in because I I assume the team would be settled I assume the yeah. number seven situation would be like, okay, this didn't work out. And you see these guys get plugged in and you're like, all right, cool. There's something here. I don't expect them to like go on a fucking 20 game winning streak. As soon as they step on the field, <laughs> I'm just saying that we have no, to you, have an idea. Yeah, exactly. You have to, you have to see uh, Vanny's vision. Once these guys step in the field, you have to like start to begin to believe. Um, but yeah, that's why it's it, 24. is way too late. Way too much time because like there there is no there's gonna be no Ricky Pooch signing this summer. There's it's just like what I just said. A, nobody's gonna trade us a star player, right? Yep. We're not gonna get Johnny Russell. I want Johnny Russell. We're not gonna get Damn Johnny it. Russell. Right? <laughs> get get over it, Eddie. So <laughs> yeah. Um, come on, Eddie. Come on. <laughs> no. Well, dude, April twenty fourth is only a that's a month and a half, man. I mean, there's oh, still shit. a lot of. Uh, there's still a lot of games to be played after that, Eddie. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jeff, but wait, that's wait, what wait. I'm telling you. Okay, there's a lot of games left to be played. But imagine on April, whatever, say we have a game on the 25th, all of a sudden we get to that day and you're looking at the exact same starting lineup. The two guys that signed weren't it. Number seven is still there, playing there because Boyd never broke the starting lineup for some reason. Why positivity, so man. Yeah, positivity, guys. <laughs> I remember I remember certain people also saying that Bruman's a nobody playing for a second division Italian team. Who the hell is this guy? And then look at what's happening. He's now our captain, the spine of our <laughs> When we faced it on the last game, then I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe, hey. A clock is right two times a day, right? Yeah, Brian. <laughs> yeah, see, told you. I told you. Wait, is there more questions? Wait, we had to do awards. What are you awards? Doing? Yeah. No, that was my question to you guys. Oh, okay. This is some awards. <laughs> this is some awards. Let's, let's start with just where the topic. I want to start with the Geo Award, right? I said no, no number more. seven. Yeah. No more. No more. No more. Number, number seven, seven, I think, is off the table for the rest of the year. I think. Because right? To the, Does to the anybody spending, get the, to the, the BJ award, award, by the way? No BJs this week. No BJs. Unfortunate. To the spending rule, right? Why we couldn't give it to Zubak? Because that was his game. His game is not off. That's who he is. So number yeah. seven, you've been whatever. Un- unless he gets better and then fucks up again. Yeah. Wow. That, that, that takes a lot. Chewy? 
Why are you bringing? Why are you? Why are you doing? Why well, you know what? He, he did get that number that? seven, and you have some kind of expectation, and you heard it, you know, about hey, I'm gonna start eating healthier and taking care of my body, and then you see him playing, you're like, damn it, let's do it together. Let's do it together. If hit me up, bro, I need, I need it too, bro. So if you want to go on this journey together, let's do it. But anyways, uh, so Geo Award, since we were on the topic, to me this one's easy. Uh, from one from one season to to now. To being our captain, Brugman was a huge letdown in this game. Lost, Ooh. turnovers, just not the guy that I fell in love with last season. Uh, to me, it's a no-brainer. If you guys argue with me, you guys are idiots. So I'm going to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. But no, I think it's I think it's that, right? The game, the game is off of word is perfectly fitting because we hold Brugman to a high standard. And it was, it was terrible. Um, I I don't I f- I don't know who I was watching. I didn't feel like it was Brugman, and I was I don't know. I'm lost for words. I was just highly highly disappointed. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna give it to Mark Delgado. Um, he seemed like what? he was. Yeah. How? Could, all right. See. Yeah. Hey, well, because. I was joking. No, I'm just kidding. Dispossessed three times, pass accuracy 85. Uh, I know it wasn't mostly his fault, yeah. but he was up to no man's land. Damn, and that's, that's nuts. Honestly, uh, I don't usually argue about the words, but that's fucking nuts, Frank. Yeah. Well, I, I, could, I don't know if I could wanted to give it to Jovalich. He was let down by he was let down by everybody else, including Jovalich. So that's 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 a tough that's well, That's tough. The obvious one was number seven. Yeah, but he's not allowed. To. Yeah. So now there's yeah. there's a few that are fairly obvious. They, there are, and I also I'm going to disagree with Eddie, but only slightly because he was right there with. Yeah, my I know exactly who, it who was it. Boosh. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the other guy you yeah. picked. Boosh yeah. because of what we expect from him. Recently getting that DP tag on him, and performing this way and saying I want to be with those two I mean, he basically did his best legit impersonation that game where he just disappeared from the game. All the turnovers. Dude, I don't even think they mentioned his name throughout the second half. I think it was it was it was ridiculous. And when you have a DP player of that caliber that we know that he is, and for him not to at least create something the way that we know him to create something. I thought that was baffling and I was a little worrisome, but I, I, either way, I think he's going to get it together. I think it was just a bad game from the, from, from the team. And uh, personally for this game, I'm going to give this Ricky Splooge. Yeah. And look, look at the two people we just picked. Well, all three of them didn't have a great game. But of all three of them, I think the worst ones were Brugman and, and Pooch. And I, dude, I put a lot of blame on Delgado's bad performance, mm-hmm. quote unquote, because of the support. So that, I, hopefully, hopefully Edgar back up here. <laughs> Go ahead, Edgar. Well, Edgar I, dare say, I dare you to say Dejan, Edgar. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually going to say Dan Jones. Oh, yeah. No! Yeah. Lies, lies! Lies! Hey, zoom in on his eyes. He's going to have these Brendan Fraser crying eyes right now. No, uh, no, I was actually thinking Dan Jovalich. And, and uh, it's easy to pick on him because uh, from the outside looking in, because you're like, yeah, you know, we're supposed to be supposed to be scoring goals and he's supposed to be making a difference. And here's his opportunity to do something. But um, like we discussed earlier, uh, this team's, 
offense has been built around a Chicharito style of play, Chicharito style of player. But then we go to the whole aspect of Dan, who he is, and he's supposed to be a very cerebral person, a very intelligent person. We we see uh, his accomplishments as a chess champion. So we know he's a smart guy. We know he understands uh, tactical and strategic uh, development. And so if you know that things are set up for Chicharito, why don't you adjust your style of play to fit the team and try to make yourself uh, more, uh, I was going to say usable, that's not a word, but you know, more apt to scoring goals. Uh, do something, if, you know, try to, try to be more uh, flexible. And when I've seen that, yeah, he, I can think, I think he's still trying to uh, play his way and, or maybe he's upset because he wants to play a certain way. And Vanny's telling him, you know, you got to get in the box and you got to do this. And that's not who he is. But at the same time, he's supposed to be able to figure things out. He's a smart guy. And that's something you want in your forward. Your forward has to be able to adapt to different styles of play and different things that your manager asks for you. And he's not doing that. So that's disappointing. So to me, his game is off. I'm shocked. Who you got, Chewy? (laughs) Uh, I'm going uh, Ricky as well. (laughs) Ricky, Ricky, dude. Yeah. We expect a lot and we didn't get a lot. We didn't even get a little bit. That's literally the MVP we have in the field. (laughs) Literally. 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 Damn. at least Kevin Cabral was able to get on the field. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. The honorable mention. This one's, I'm, I'm going to go with this one because fuck, right? Um, I'm shocked. No one mentioned Raheem, by the way. Oh, wow. He's I'm, that bad oh, that we just... Nah. Which is... Okay, anyways. <laughs> is so, this what we expect from him? <laughs> it's getting there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Nobody mentioned Kelvin. <laughs> nah, so I'm going to go with um, Mark Delgado. Mm. Because I feel he wow. was the only one doing his job in the middle of the field. He was, to my opinion, you know, I test. He was always where he was supposed to be. The turnovers that he, that he did were forced, not not lack of him trying. Mm-hmm. It's just him having no support. And yeah, I think he's literally the only guy that understood the assignment and looked like that mid, part of that midfield that we. We were so hopeful would come back this year from last season. Yeah. So, to me, Mark Delgado, honorable mention, just because poor guy was alone in that middle of this game. I'm going to give it an effort. No, I'm just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, if we really wants to get kicked out of this spot. <laughs> nah, I am going to go with the young guy, though, Jalen Neal. Debut. And what mention? a debut for the honorable mention. Yeah, this kid had a stellar game uh, put in on his debut with the club. Uh, finally, I mean, he debuted with the national team first. Now he debuted with the club. Looked great, and would like to see him, like to see more of him on the pitch. So Jalen Neal gets the honorable mention. Wee boop. Whoever wants to take it next. Um, I go next. I also agree with Brian. I'm gonna give it to Jalen Neal. Um, <laughs> youngster, first game in, shaking in that first possession, but. Was able to gather himself and played a hell of a game, I think. And maybe a little nitpicking here and there, 
just because as a defender, you, you see things and maybe some things that he did wrong, but for the most part, he performed really well and far, far from his, from his age, 19, what, 19, 18 years old? He looks, he looks like, he looks like he's at least 25 in his, at least the way he plays, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it to Jaden Neal and um, I hope you see more of this too. So yep. I'm kind of excited. Edgar. Well, I'm going to give it to Bondi. Uh, people are gonna people are gonna look at the statistics and think to themselves, "Damn, Jonathan Bond had a monster game. He had a beast of a game. This guy uh, should get all the plaudits in the world for his performance." And yeah, he he got he was probably the the Galaxy player with the highest ranking. I think. Um, what was it, Eddie? Uh, I was trying to look it up right here. He got a nine point three, so he was considered the. Uh, player of the game, and so I mean, obviously, about him, we don't end up with the with the with the draw, and you guys clean sheet. Uh, so he showed a lot of heart, just like his mentor, who is the name you know who's the name of this award, Mister Hartman. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Next, should we? Should we? Yeah, I'm going with Bond as well. After. You know, after seeing how bad that um, that mid and some of his defenses, he didn't, you know, lose his composure. He kept playing. I mean, yep, most of those shots were not um, super aggressive or super bad against him. But, you know, you get 30 plus shots. Hey, you know, you can lose your, your temper, you know, if you're that goalie. Yeah, true. Now for the prestige <laughs> award of just, the next standing player of the game. Just keep it order. You want me to go? You want to go? I'm going to go with Bond yeah. because of that. In the first half, he's the reason why the game was nil-nil. Okay. Cool. I mean, the reason I didn't give it to Bondi and it's like not to knock him or anything is because like I told you, they're, they're standard saves still. Mm-hmm. Great game, but I wanted. I knew you guys were going to give it to, to Bondi, at least one of them. So I was like, let me say fuck you, Brian. And <laughs> with, uh, uh, fuck, I respect his name. Delgado. But uh, <laughs> next standing, bro, Jalen Neal. To me, solid performance. I loved it. I cannot, I cannot forget the fact that his first touch, we've all played. I've, I've played like at, Never at that level, but, you know, like in, in leagues where maybe I'm like debuting with a team or, you know, somebody, hey, you know, you're you're pretty decent. Come help us out. And then I fuck up and then the, it just begins up being a long ass game, you know. Yeah. So for a 19 year old kid to bounce back the way he did and then have zero complaints about his performance after that. And instead, we're all praising him here. And it's a shutout game where the shots were, again, not very dangerous shots. And they were coming from the outside. Jalen Neal. Jalen Neal is next ending a player. And then I hope this is not the last one we give him. Yep. And how do, how does it go, Brian? What? One, 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 one. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> give it to me, Neal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to the same order. Willis? That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> um... Well, obviously, I gave it to Jalen Leo for the Hartman Award, but it was basically spitting hairs between him and Bond. So I'm going to give it to Bond. Um, 
I know Edgar said that because of the stats and this and that, you know, it's easy to give it to him. But it's easy to give it to him because, well, the stats back it up. So 11 saves out of 30 shots. Maybe somewhere easy, somewhere not, but he was still there. Was still able to make those saves, and um, he kept he kept the he kept the defense steady. So, I think Bond was the player player of the game, next time the player of the game, and um, hopefully we get more more pitches from Bond. So, I'm gonna go to Bond. Edgar, Edgar, <laughs> <laughs> stop it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, obviously, uh, Jalen Neal. Uh, to, to to be put in that position, come in and uh, try to perform in a professional league at such a young age and have so much composure. I'm trying to think of myself like at that age, <laughs> uh, what, what kind of stuff was going through my mind when I was playing? I was like, don't fuck up. <laughs> and it seems to me like he came in there with like an idea of exactly what he wanted to do and how he was going to play. And he looked unflappable. Uh, that's, that's a great word. He, like I said earlier, he's a cool character. He's very calm and collected. And he seems to have a good footballing IQ, which is something that is extremely valuable in a defender because these are guys that, that, that see the game develop before their eyes. And to be able to position yourself before things happen, it takes a load off your job and off uh, a lot of pressure off your goalkeeper. And if this is what we're seeing now at the very beginning, man, I'm really excited to see where he goes from here. Yeah, Kansas City's not that great, but hey, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. And only, only one way to go from here. Let's yeah. let's go up, baby. Yep. You can only you can only play who, who they put in front of you. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Oh, Chewy, I'm sorry. My bad, dude. Uh, Bo, yeah. Jay Neal. Bang, bang. Yep. Go. That's a good one. We win. Bang, we win. bang. <laughs> How does it feel to be wrong? <laughs> you stupid bitch. Damn. All right, we got some questions, man? Yeah, we got we'll, a couple we'll questions. We'll slide through them. start, let's start always, with the... Nag starts late, always ends late. Yep, let's go. From Shar- On Instagram, from Sharky14. Would you oh, change the name... Of our team to MLS rejects from Tony B. Real. Wait, why? Yeah. Why would we do that? I don't know. A bunch of TFC X, X guys. Yeah, X, X TFC. That's a better name. Come on, get creative, Sharky. <laughs> Tony B. Real. Neo and Casares are go to CB pairing from here on out. Uh, I would say not you yet. Careful. Not with, yet. With Neil. Yeah, not yet. You slowly uh, get, get that onto confidence. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to. Yeah. Overwhelm him and then yeah, yeah. All right. I think don't Sega, don't Sega and don't just yeah. just <laughs> to put it in perspective. Don't just hand him the number seven. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Make <laughs> him earn it. Wow. Ex fern dog, we suck. Good good like, question. <laughs> good. I like that question. Good like observation. One hundred percent. We no, do. No. Hey, do we it do. right. Who is it? Ex fern dog. Ex fern dog. We suck. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and for now. For now. Last question, which we are going to talk about this. Will you guys be joining the protest at the home opener? Okay. Oof. So. And thank you guys to everybody who submitted questions. Thank you so much. So the LA Galaxy up next have the Vancouver Whitecaps. Yes. Right. We had the 
unfortunate pleasure to <laughs> watch their last game oh against my God. Dallas. They're also bad. Talk about a snooze fest. Yes. But the bad thing here is we watched it and a lot of similarities to Dallas. They played against Dallas. And there was a lot of similarities between both things, both teams. And we all remember what Dallas did to us. Mm-hmm. Right? So, that being said, the LA Galaxy play against the Vancouver White- Whitecaps in their home opener at 730 at Dignity Hill Sports Park. Um, as the question mentioned, there will be a protest. The support, all supported groups put it out there. There will be a protest starting at 630 at Legends Plaza mm-hmm. to protest and show the displeasure with the front office and the way things have been going. So if you want to go ahead and ex- you know express your displeasure as well, everyone's welcome. It's not just a supporter group thing. Uh, so join them, 630. Uh, for more details, follow any other supporter groups. Maybe message them. I don't know much details besides what they've posted. I honestly have not asked mm-hmm. myself. Uh, and if you want me to be honest, at least, I won't be at the protest just because I'm not protest type person you know i'm not the i i protest in my own way and as you know as anybody else wants to protest with your wallet with your you know you're showing not showing your face at the stadium or you know or being out there with them legends plaza is totally up to you the way you want to protest again i won't be at the actual protest myself so that's my honest answer if you guys want to answer it feel free if not you guys are welcome just to pass pass I'm, I'm, I don't know. Num, 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 but but join if you guys want to join, join it. If yeah. not, that's also cool. Yeah. Uh, hit up the hit up the support group pages. Um, Riot Squad, Angel City, uh, Outlaws, Outlaws, uh, Galaxians. Galaxians, right? Galaxians, yeah. They yep. they all have it out. Um, hit them for more info. See what you guys can take, what you guys can, all that stuff. So cool. Now that we do nobody predictions, wanna, nobody else wants to answer. That's fine. Just yeah. putting out there. Uh, no. Oh, I mean, the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. are you going to be there? Be there? I, <laughs> well, you know, I had I had plans to go. <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, at least for me, I'm glad. Well, I don't know if it's glad, but I guess I'm fortunate that I'm not in LA to actually have to make that type of choice. <laughs> that decision? Because I, it's a tough decision. I get it. I get that, you know, you... You're unhappy with what's happening with the front office, and and but you also want to support you want to support the the G's, right? And it's just it's this balancing act that that you, you just you're stuck in the middle, and it sucks. And unfortunately, I I guess fortunate enough to not have to go through that because I'm by default don't have to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, if I was there, I probably I probably I probably would go. I probably would go, and. Um, you know, just to support the support groups and everything that they do, and it's just the the, the the support groups are basically the heartbeat of of the team. You know, and when it's not when the support groups are not there, you feel it. And you feel it. I can like, answer that question, by the way. Go for it. Yeah, um, as you guys know, I, I've been covering the team since 1997, and I am a career journalist. <laughs> uh, Although, uh, you know, that's not what I, what I do as my, my you know, my jobby job. Uh, I, I used to be a journalist, like an actual sports journalist. So uh, I will be there. And I think uh, one of the things that I will be there, I will be there as an observer and as a journalist, uh, because uh, as much as I support what's going on, I'm still, like I said, client out. 
but somebody has to be the eyes and the ears for this and report what's going to happen and do so from an unbiased, unbiased point of view. And that's something that I that I'm accustomed to doing as a sports journalist. Uh, like when I attended the kit launch, uh, I was there as as a neutral observer, and I saw what was going on, and I ca I captured the voices of people that were there, and I also wrote about and talked about what happened at the kit launch. Uh, I didn't pull any punches. I called it exactly like it was, and pointing out the stuff that was okay, the stuff that wasn't so good, and the stuff that was just downright messy. And that's one of the things that I that I do, and it's something that I think uh, our listeners, our viewers, uh, are owed to them to get a unbiased, uh, fair, uh, journalistic point of view about the things that revolve around this team. On on the other side of things, right, is the game. It's a home opener. You know, there's yeah. some, there's excitement in the air for a lot of a lot of fans right they're not of course. necessarily protesting that way so don't feel obligated or or scared or like you're a traitor if you go to the game you know there's people that miss going to the stadium right yeah. and still are climbing out so you can still be climbing out and go to the game right again you have the right to protest however you want or not protest you know at the end mm -hmm. of the day if you're a galaxy fan you're a galaxy fan yeah so game is a 7 30 home opener uh i'm sure the details will come out later as far as uh tailgating given the the supporter group situation. I don't know if the, the tailgate area will be open, but maybe just keep your eyes open to see what the tailgate situation will be. If there is any, like, or there's always the, the grass area in the back. Yeah. Like by the fire station. And, uh, uh, also I don't know what the feeling is about this, but I mean, again, if you want to go protest, maybe ask if you want to do that and also go to the game. Mm -hmm. You know, without getting yourself in any kind of trouble. I don't know if that's an option, but I personally don't see anything wrong with it. Again, you could still uh, express your displeasure with the front office and then be able to go watch the game. And, you know, if, especially if you're a season ticket member that already paid. Yeah. I feel you. So, yeah. yeah it's still climbing out. Yeah. It's still climbing out. Yeah. Don't and don't bite into the negative chatter on Twitter. There's yeah. a lot of people that have negative things to say about this protest. And, yeah, don't bite, don't bite into that. Everybody should be, I mean, you're entitled to your opinions and stuff, but, you know, there's people trying to make a difference. Don't sit on it. Just go yeah, your own you, way. If you disagree, just... Let it be and go your own way. Yeah, man. exactly. That's just cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Turn the other cheek. Yeah. Let people yeah. be, man. Let people be. Let them be yeah. As long as it's yeah. not being people, destructive yeah, to people that show up to the games, that's fine. Yeah. Right? Don't break any coolers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different people protest different ways. And exactly. all these different exactly. voices are important because... Uh, at the end of the day, the one thing that we're all agree on is we don't like having Chris Klein as the team president. And whether we show up and protest outside the stadium or we protest inside by having our voices heard or we there to report on what happens, at the thing that matters is that we're all a, a united front. It's the same goal. It's the same concerned. goal. Yeah. It's the same goal. Common enemy. Oh. Yep. <laughs> all right. Let's get up out of here. Yeah. 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 Everyone good? Yeah. Cool. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in live or if you're listening to it later on the streaming services. We appreciate you as well. Uh, come check out the chat. Uh, somebody called me not funny, which is a first. That sucks. But it's okay. It's a first for everything. Uh, yeah. So don't come, <laughs> don't, don't come on the live chat. You can do that to me because that shit hurt my feelings. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah. So, again, thank you everyone for, for tuning in. 
Uh, you know, enjoy the game if you go. <coughs> if you don't, enjoy the game anyways on your TV, phone, whatever. Uh, if you want to find me on socials, you can find me as Eddie Nags on all Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else. You can Brian. find me as Bryant Nags, B-R-Y-A-N-T, on Instagram and Twitter. Willis? Uh, you can find me as Willis underscore 89 on Twitter. Edgar? Edgar? Yep. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Edgar Nags. Not to be confused with Eddie <laughs> Nags, of course. <laughs> Chewy? <laughs> Uh, you guys can find me as Chavez J A A Chavez Ha, uh, pretty much everywhere. Uh, pretty easy, pretty simple. There it is. Pretty cool. simple. Good. Let's go. Yeah. Again, appreciate all you guys for tuning in. Subscribe, like all that stuff. Subscribe, like uh, whatever helps the Nag Boys get up. Uh, oh, get up out of there! Damn. Help the algorithm. Help the word out for the Nag Boys. Uh, for Bryant, Willis, Chewy, and Edgar. Thank you again. We're going to get up out of here till next time. Keep on nagging. Keep on nagging. Keep on nagging. Keep on nagging. <laughs> 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 <laughs>